This is Franchise Today, brought to you by FRM Solutions, providers of the best-in-class software solutions for franchise relationship management. Franchise Today is your destination for weekly information, conversations, and interviews with accomplished industry leaders, all of whom share best practices for sustainable growth and sensible franchising. Here now, your host, Stan Friedman, to kick off this week's podcast. And this is Franchise Today. I'm Stan Friedman coming to you from Not-So-Hot-Lanta. Today is Wednesday, November 13th, 2019, and it feels like fall has just blown right through and dropped winter upon us here in the ATL. But I maintain last week's position when I say no complaints here, none of the snow or ice happening here that I see on the nightly news. So I'll shut my mouth and say grace for the part of the country that I choose to call home. Before we jump into this week's happy birthdays, I want to wish many thanks again to last week's guest, the iconic Scott Lair. Man, did we ever have some audio issues for which I must humbly apologize. But I believe the content of Scott's conversation was definitely worth listening to. So if you've not done so already, make sure you tune in and get it. And I want to thank you, Scott, for your 21 years of friendship, your 29 years in service to franchising at the IFA, and must congratulate you again, you, Gary Gardner, and and Tom Portese on your new partnership and business venture. Now, for those of you who have no idea what that's all about, there's another good reason to download last week's episode and simply get caught up with Scott Lair and what he's up to today. And now to kick things off in this week's Front of the House, it's time to wish many happy returns to Laurie Leon Cavallo, Deborah Wilson, Melissa Roney, McGregor Bullard, Suresh Kumar, Chris Wall, Simon Hartzell, Larry Oliver, Scott Bigelow, Dave Gallahan, Michael Riley, Kristen Chandler, Brianna Coons, Mary Kay Liston, Alexander Sarnoff, Keenan Bazar, Tom Miller, Benjamin Fongers, Adam Winnett, Giuseppe Gramatico, hope I got that right, Sarenda Sharma, Christian Faulkner, wow, I haven't seen Christian in ages, my good friend Rebecca Monet, Michael Simmons, and Stuart Mathis. Wow, there's a healthy list of luminaries all celebrating birthdays this week. And a reminder, too, that the front of the house is brought to you this week by Transitive, where Christian Pillett and his team provide franchisors and franchisees with cutting-edge, high-tech solutions that enable them to identify their most valued customers and then simply and easily empower them to drive laser-sharp conversational marketing messages directly to their targets. We also congratulate Transitive this week for their breaking news regarding their $1.7 million seed capital raise led by Vocap Investment Partners. More about Transitive comes up in just a minute, but first, I want to alert you to the fact that this is a special edition of Franchise Today, and it's going to be one that bends the rules a little bit because our typical format sees us talking with franchising icons, those who've been there, done it, and share nuggets here each week with those that are still on the way to hitting some of those milestones. Well, today, I have to thank Rebecca Monet, founder and CEO, chief scientist, Franchise Today sponsor, and friend for introducing me to today's guest, Elizabeth Denham. Elizabeth is a talented writer and publisher of the newly minted Franchise Women magazine. Now, I say she's early stage. She's very early stage. In fact, it wasn't until her husband recently bought a franchise that she really started started to look into franchising as a business model and seeing the impact that it makes. This inspired her to begin the publication of Franchise Woman, and we're going to talk about all of that today. Now, I've got to tell you, early stage, Elizabeth in my conversations with her reminds me a whole lot of somebody who's been around that we all know, and that's Dr. John Hayes. And for those who don't know the story, 
John Hayes was also a talented writer that knew very little about franchising until someone one day commissioned him to write about it. And in so doing, he became quite the expert along the way. Now, as you know, and many of us know, John has gone on to sit on the boards of companies like the Dwyer Group and sit in the C-suite as CEO of Homevestors. And today, as you probably know too, he is the tightest chair for franchise leadership at Palm Beach Atlantic University in West Palm Beach, Florida, one of the few schools anywhere in the country that offers a degree in business with a concentration in franchising. So we're going to find out how one goes from being the wife of a brand new franchisee to months later being dubbed the franchise woman and what she's doing to help promote education and in to inspire more women into franchising. We'll come back in just one minute and we'll talk about all of that and more with Elizabeth Denham. Stand by. Franchise Today will be right back. But first, a word from our sponsors. Hey, Stan Friedman here with a word about our newest sponsor. I'm talking about Transitive, an amazing marketing platform that actually delivers what others can only imagine. Accurate, dependable results that are second to none. All right, without getting too deep into the weeds, Transitive connects franchisees' customer data from all sources, providing high-octane fuel for their marketing engines. They then deploy machine learning, yes, artificial intelligence, which identifies various customer traits and habits, attributes that would otherwise likely go unnoticed, and it segments these customers into groups. This is important because as we know, not all customers provide your franchisees with equal dollar value. But wouldn't it be great if they could easily identify who's who? Well, that's exactly what Transitive does. And what's more, it then accurately drives the appropriate offers to each of those customer groups, delivering specific personalized messages to each of the group's customers. Just like that, your franchisees are engaged in laser-focused target marketing, delivering them much more bang for the buck. You've got to see it to believe it. So what are you waiting for? Order up a demo today and tell them I sent you. Find them online at www.transitive.io. That's www.transitive.io. And now for today's guest interview, The Franchise Woman is a bi-monthly digital magazine that empowers women as they navigate the franchising industry by providing relevant news, tools, advice, and inspiration. A resource for women who are seeking to own their own businesses, improve their existing businesses, find creative solutions, and take advantage of franchise opportunities, The Franchise Woman features women in business who best exemplify their ideals and have something to teach and share with their readers. Not terribly different than what I try to do here each week on Franchise Today. In addition to their exclusive articles relating to the female entrepreneur, they will also profile different brands that are geared for women, along with profiles of the franchise women that have made a difference in the franchising world. Women continue to emerge as one of, if not the fastest growing sector in business ownership, and have become a powerful, influential force fueling the economy. By women, for women, and about women, with some token 
American men invited to participate along the way, we speak today with Elizabeth Denham, the founder, publisher, and visionary behind Franchise Woman. Elizabeth, welcome to Franchise Today. Thank you so much, Stan. I'm excited to be here. Well, I'm excited to have you with us, and I've likened you to some people like John Hayes, because I really feel like, you know, I talked with you in the green room a day or two ago about how you've, you write about things and you learn from the things you write about, and you got drawn into franchising very, very quickly through some personal experience. So I want you to do what we do every week. I want you to roll the tape back and help the audience learn more about what that experience looked like and where it's taking you and what it's inspired you to do. Okay. You know, my, my background has been in writing most of my adult life, and um, I've written about a lot of different topics. The, the joy of that for me is that you get to learn about a lot of different things you may not normally be exposed to. So I have done freelance commercial writing and done a lot of business marketing type writing. I've written two books. Um, I have worked in magazines um, over the last several years. And when my husband bought a franchise last summer, I just started taking a look at it. I've, I've written a lot of things about women and empowering women um, outside of this topic. But when he started looking at that and, and bought the franchise and we did our due diligence, learning about the franchising business through what he was doing, I thought was pretty interesting. And then delving into it in, in terms of women's exposure and experience into it and researching and realizing that the, the growth rate of women in franchise is astronomical. And I realized there wasn't a publication that really spoke specifically to women. And I think that one thing that helps women progress is making not just women, but men in the same industry aware that marketing to women is critical to your business as they grow. If you want to, you know, keep up, <laughs> keep up with the women who are who are killing it in franchising, then you need to get on board to support the women. So tell us about some of the research and some of what it was that you uncovered as you started to poke around and look into the world that your husband decided to enter. Right. Well, one of the things that I found fascinating, just looking up women in franchising and women in business in general, and, and you know, even when you're doing freelance commercial writing, you're a, you're a female business owner. And so doing the research, almost 30% of franchises are owned by women. And the growth rate between 2011 and 2017 was 83% for women in franchising compared to only 13 for men. So growing at that rate, there's really a market for women to be um, served by a publication that's going to offer them tools that are more specific to them, but also allow other women to know that, uh, that there's an opportunity out there for something like this. 40% of businesses in general are owned by women and they generate $3.1 trillion in revenue. So when you look at that, they're starting, women are starting to, to have the financial power to make a difference in the, in the business world. And these statistics that you're quoting, do you have annotations for that? Yeah. The, well, it's a, it, there, there's a compilation of things. Um, I don't have specific ones for those. I, I kind of piled them together in my media kit. But uh, there's an American Express report that showed that businesses are growing at two and a half times faster than the national average for women-owned businesses. Um, so there's that report. There's a Harvard Business Review did another study that talked about qualities of leadership and ranked qualities of leadership of men versus women. And women outranked men in 17 of the 19 categories. And it included things like uh, initiative, resilience, self-development, uh, driving results, integrity and honesty, development of others and inspiring and motivating others. And and I don't like to get into the game of women are better than men or, you know, <laughs> it's not a contest, but I think recognizing the skills that women do possess. And, and it wasn't a dramatic difference. They were neck and neck, but women did surpass men in some of those categories. So I think for everyone to recognize that women do have strong business skills as parts of their natures is, is an important thing. 
I think you're going to learn as you delve deeper into the space that we all love and make our lives and center our lives around, that there are a great many women in franchising in leadership roles at that who have taken the gavel of the IFA as chairwoman, chairperson. We've seen Shelly Sun. We've seen Melanie Bergeron. Catherine Monson's on her way up the ladder now. There's just so many women who have had huge impacts on the business and the Women's Franchise Council and Michelle Rowan, uh, Marissa Fonts, lots of women in our world who what you're talking about, who I believe will celebrate this publication. So let's talk a little bit about what you're doing with this magazine. Your husband just bought a franchise last summer, and in less than six months, you've given birth to the idea and concept of Franchise Women and already published your first edition. <laughs> you've accomplished a lot in five months. Well, thank you. Yeah, it's it's been a fun experience. And once I decide to do something, I, I just kind of run with it. And the, the nice thing about this industry is that before I had a, a product, it was very well received. You know, I, I started marketing it and, and letting people know that it was out there and requesting interviews and contributors and nobody said no. You know, none of the women that I asked said no. People have reached out um, out of the blue from social media marketing and email marketing and that kind of thing. So it made my job easier that people were so willing to participate and so many women are excited to see something that's designed just for them and to celebrate them and to be a tool for them. And clearly, I'm doing a little bit of learning as I go, but I, I have discovered that when you do that and you align yourself with people who are sharp and experienced, you can l overcome that learning curve quickly. So let's talk about the format of the publication and what the cornerstones are that you're going to cover with each and every issue and that your readers and I guess future sponsors can expect to be participating in. Right. So so in coming up with a, a brand new magazine, there could be an overwhelming amount of decisions. And the first thing I felt I needed to decide was what is it, what was it that I was going to offer? I want to offer the traditional business magazine that offers uh, legal advice as it relates to franchising, um, business and marketing tips, trends that are happening, featuring franchises that are, that are specific to women, but maybe other ones that women have not been as invited to that they could be very well qualified to do. So we have those, those traditional sections. I wanted to talk about funding. I've got a tax attorney that's coming on in January that's going to talk about taxes and things you need to know for that. But I also wanted to define who the franchise woman is. And so I have three separate categories of, of what defines the franchise woman and the qualities that we want to celebrate and exemplify through the representation of women. And they are women who are fun, fierce, and fabulous. So to me, those are women whose passions align with their purpose, with their business, and they are doing something that they truly love. And clearly these categories will overlap. But secondly, women who are smart, driven, and successful, women who have taken something on and just run with it and, and done really well, but also women who are engaged with their communities and give back and pay forward. I think a lot of women that I know in business uh, do a lot of mentoring. They do a lot of philanthropy. Women who take time off from work tend to engage a lot of those activities. So I think it was important to celebrate the whole woman as kind of divided by those three categories. You know, our first issue was the, obviously the introductory issue, and we wanted to feature strength in every one of those categories. So our first cover girl, Shannon Wilburn, gave $7.1 million of in-kind donations over the last year through her franchise and was a great interview, you know, and I think a very inspired business model. So, so she, she was, she was an out, outstanding first issue. We also had Brandy Ackerman. She's actually local to me. She's a local franchisee of Smoothie King and she and her partner run three of them and uh, her passion and purpose completely collide. You know, she, 
my my son actually worked for her for a couple of years and their Christmas parties were at Orange Theory Fitness because everything she does re- reflects her brand. You know, at, at my age and place, I don't want to go to Orange Theory Fitness for a Christmas party. But the people that she hires who reflect the health and wellness that Smoothie King promotes loved it. You know, and they, it, it, it's she's just an amazing person to talk to because she says in the article, I live it, I breathe it, you know, and she truly does. So, you know, featuring women like that who who really embrace what it is that they're doing, live it and breathe it and reflect, you know, she said, I think everything I do should reflect that brand. And it does for her. So, uh, you know, those are the kinds of women we want to celebrate. And then we had um, Juliet Boydston of The Coop, and she's in L.A., and she was one of my most fun interviews because she is so excited after 11 years about what she's doing. She has a space for its children's parties that she hosts, and she can do them at her space or on site at your home. And she's one of the most enthusiastic people to talk to. And her whole mantra is, we were not going to fail. I had a I had a loan to pay and we were going to make it work, whatever we had to do. So, you know, all of these women have strengths in different areas that I think are inspiring to women who are thinking about business ownership. And so you're going to be talking to multiple people at multiple levels in each issue of the publication. If I understand correctly, you're going to be talking to women who have not yet made a decision in favor of becoming, but are thinking about becoming franchisees. You're going to be talking to franchisors who have a focus on female entrepreneurship. And then you're going to be talking about some industry events, happenings, legal or advice for people that are already in the business. Are those kind of like the the three cornerstones? Yeah, I would say that they are. Yeah, we want, yeah. Um, And we, and getting names in the business, we have some franchise consultants. We have Nancy Friedman, you know, she, she's a communications expert and has all kinds of great tips for people. She's the telephone doctor. I don't know if you know her, but I know Nancy. Of course, how do you have the last name Friedman and not know one another, right? Well, I assume that you did. (laughs) We're we're not related. (laughs) Not related. (laughs) Not related. We're just. Go ahead. No, I said we're not related in any other way, but through franchising. Right. And she's very supportive and she's excited. She she actually thought of an idea. She sent me this thing called I Am Woman, and it was about what it means to her to be a woman and the qualities that she embraces as a woman. And and um, it wasn't her typical, you know, tips for communication or uh, she she gave us nine tips for working with your spouse in this issue. But um, I said, you know, it's kind of interesting. I think it would be fun to have a woman each issue tell us what that means to her. What is it? What are the qualities in yourself that you see that you're proud of? And so she sort of initiated the I am woman feature, <laughs> which is a little bit of a poem, but just kind of a description. So so those things that are just coming up um, sometimes are through ideas of our contributors. So it's it's been fun to have people embrace it and and want to really create with me. Who else was in this first issue that was notable? I remember something I believe I saw my friend Angela Cote featured as well. Yes, she um, she did some social media tips for us this time. She talked about overcoming roadblocks to leveraging social media. And I just love her. Um, she was talking about the roadblock half the time is just you not doing it. And, and not overthinking it, not striving for perfection. And especially like making a video, people feel like they have to look perfect or be in the perfect location or, you know, have it produced instead of just holding your phone up and, and giving a tip as it occurs to you. And I, right after she sent me her article, I saw her post something where she was giving a rundown of a, an event she'd been to in the airport. And I just thought, look at her go. She lives what she speaks. She's in the airport. People are walking around behind her. And she had a minute waiting on her plane to to talk and impart some things that she had discussed at that event. And I that that's exactly who you want 
teaching you these things, somebody who does it. I saw, too, the Patch Boys featured in the premiere issue. It turns out that that's the franchise that your husband bought, but one would not equate that with a franchise for women. And yet, tell tell me the story again, or tell the audience the story that you shared with me when we talked about that and how that really became something of a marketing lever that brought them into your first issue. Well, it did. I mean, my husband, when I when my husband bought the his franchise of the Patch Boys, I thought, I wonder how they get around that name. But, and do they have any female franchisees? And come to find out, they do. They have several. And when they submitted their ad, the, the headline was, don't let the name fool you. And I thought, that's the perfect way to overcome the name. So I'm hoping to talk to some of their female franchisees soon, you know, to talk about women who are, who are doing things that might be unexpected in the, in, the, <laughs> in the groups of women. And there are a lot of women out there who, who are doing things in the construction or restoration industries that, that might not be an expected place for women to be. And I think it's important for men to realize that you, even in those industries, there are women out there who, who do those kinds of things and love to do those kinds of things and are leaders in those. One, one woman I'm hoping to talk to is Colleen Pyle and she has that kind of a business and she's large and in charge and runs it. And, um, you know, is, is just a fireball in that industry. So it's, it's, I think it's fun to do things that are unexpected as well. And I loved their ad when they submitted that. Don't let the name fool you. I mean, what a, what a clever way to overcome a limiting name. <laughs> Who else besides Nancy do you have as contributors and or luminaries that are going to help you maybe advisors or uh, how are you going to structure that so that you can be certain that you hit every compass point of information available to you in the franchise world? Well, I've got Julie Lesshouse is a um, franchise attorney. And so she's going to do a column on on legal aspects of franchising. Her first one was, you know, what does it take to be a franchisor? So she basically discusses if you're ready and if you are, here are the, some steps you need to take. Um, her next article is going to be about the different franchise models that you can choose from. So she's she's got a lot of franchising expertise in the legal field. We have Susan Scotts wrote about um, so, how franchising can take the fear out of business ownership because you've got support and backing and you've got a business model. And statistically, it's easier to be successful in a franchise than it is in a startup business on your own. So she, she addressed some of that and the confidence that it takes to take that kind of a leap. Um, so she's going to be a regular uh, contributor. Uh, Faizun Kamal, she just wrote a book recently and um, talks about why franchising makes sense for women. She helps women, not just women, but who, anybody transition from a corporate job into franchising and um, has done a ton of things with that. So she, in her, her book is, uh, talks about all of that and how, how you make that transition and what the benefits are for you. So she's just a, a little shining light. She's very, very positive, very, very knowledgeable. And then also in each issue, we're going to have the token man, which started as a joke. <laughs> I said to my sister, I, I think I should just have a token man in the issue because I want it to be mostly by women, for women, and about women. I want it to be a, a, an empowering thing that women can not only use as a tool, but participate in and contribute to. And um, so I said it as a joke, and she said, you know, I actually think that's kind of funny, and I think it would be a great way to get men involved, and, and because I don't want to exclude men from it, because I think this would be a great place for men who are looking to add more women to their teams or market to women to, to have a space. So our first token man is, is Bob Griffin. He has the, he's the business bulldog, he calls himself. And he has a podcast called Let's Break Franchising and just talks about different creative ways of approaching franchising. 
So he wrote our first article from a male perspective of why marketing to women is critical to not miss out on that market. It's like they say, if you're not doing social media, you're going to lose out because somebody else is and they're taking your clients. If you're not marketing to women, you're going to miss out because somebody else is going to market to them and you're going to lose out. So he addresses that in a, in a really nice article. And philanthropy is a big part of your thinking or your planning as well to showcase philanthropy in, in the publication. What about that? Are there favorites you've got that charity wise or are you going to feature that from the points of view of different participating women who write or contribute in their trade for charities? Well, I'm, at this point, I'm looking at it to, to interview people. Um, you know, Shannon won an award for that in the, in, the, in the past year, and it's part of her business model, which I think is an incredibly unique thing in franchising too. Every single franchisee that she has before they open their doors has to have a charitable partner. And, you know, in case somebody doesn't know who she is, she has the just between friends, which does consignment sales for maternity and children's clothing and items. And so whatever they don't consign, they have the consigners have the option to donate to the charitable partner that's associated with the franchisee. So having, I mean, I think that's such a, a fantastic thing and a unique thing. And then in this coming issue, I'm interviewing Princess Rosario from the Philippines and she's what's your flan is her franchise. And she does a lot of charitable work in the Philippines and she has a low entry point to buy into her franchise. And so she's able to get some people who may not otherwise have a business working and contributing. And she's, she's partnered with quite a few philanthropy organizations. You know, she, she's a great story. I can't wait for people to read about her. She, she failed 14 times in business and the 15th time was the success. And her husband told her, you know, it's okay. It's okay that it hadn't worked out. Don't worry. You just have to succeed once, you know? <laughs> and so the 15th time she hit it and she's doing amazing things and she expects to have a hundred units by the end of the year, I think. So, but she has, it's been important to her to help, you know, she's, she's struggled. And in the Philippines, a lot of times they go overseas for work and send money back home and different things. So she's made it a very big priority of hers to give back. So she's got a nice story. Talking about giving back, I want to give a shameless plug, if I can, for the December 3rd meeting upcoming uh, here in Atlanta, which will be a joint meeting of the Women's Franchise Network and the Atlanta Southeast Franchise Forum. That'll be December 3rd, 6 to 8 p.m. And the meeting is focused on helping a child and finding better balance for franchise professionals. It's going to be a meeting where we'll, we'll hear from Trisha Malloy, corporate leadership speaker on work-life balance as the featured guest. But this is a, a once-a-year thing that we do together, the Southeast Franchise Forum at large, coupled with the Women's Franchise Network. And what a better time than now to have brought that out and showcase it. We're going to take another quick break, and then we're going to come back and talk more and ask you to help the audience better understand how they can benefit from subscribing to the publication and maybe even contributing and what kind of thresholds for entry there may be for either or. Let's take a quick break, and we'll come back and talk about that. Franchise Today will be right back. But first, a word from our sponsors. This portion of Franchise Today is brought to you by Zoracle, providers of spot-on profiles, the gold standard of assessment tools that assure you're selecting the right franchisees every time. Unlike DISC or others that simply gauge personality or communication styles, Zoracle's spot-on assessments are all franchise-specific and based upon seven sciences that nail the results each and every time. Your prospects simply answer a few questions online, and like magic, Zoracle's 
algorithms scientifically slice, dice, and analyze their thresholds for risk, their business acumen, and even their propensity for single or multi-unit ownership. Zoracle's spot-on analysis is like having a crystal ball, but there's no hoodoo here. It's all based upon science that flawlessly determines franchisee, franchisor compatibility, and accurately predicts performance. Why don't you schedule a demo today? Take a complimentary look and see for yourself. It's the closest thing to a sure thing. Zoracle, spot-on assessments based on science, but delivering results that seem simply magical. Check them out at www.zoracleprofiles.com. Another fine woman in franchising, Rebecca Monet, and thank you again, Rebecca, for bringing Elizabeth and me together so that we could bring Elizabeth and the audience of Franchise Today together as well. So Elizabeth, help the audience learn how and where and when they can find copies of the publication, which I guess right now you can find uh, digitally only, but later down the road, you'll be in print too. Isn't that correct? Yeah, that's what we hope to do. Um, and we're starting off bi-monthly. So our first issue was November. So the next one will be January, but I'd like to get it going monthly within a year. But we, our issue now is on the franchisewoman.com. You can see our all of our information there. We also are all over social media. So it's, it's pretty easy to find us. And we're doing a lot of engagement on social media to try to get our name out there. And it's really been productive. I mean, people are, are getting excited and reaching out. And do you have links that if we wanted to link up between Franchise Today and your website, I would be more than happy to do that to help people find you more easily or even through our own Facebook page. We just have to figure out what the back end of that looks like so that we can make that make sense. What about for franchisors who may want to contribute to the publication? And I'm thinking there are probably multiple ways that that could look to either as advertisers or as contributors or as advisors? Yes, any and all of the above. And in terms of our marketing and advertising, we um, are offering, since we're so new, offering a lot of different packages and add-ons in terms of buying an ad. We will promote you on social media. We will, we can mention you in email marketing. We can feature your franchise in the featured franchise section. We've been trending actually already on LinkedIn. Um, under franchise, you know, the hashtag franchising. So we work together with people who contribute to, to cross promote. So with our ad and our ad rates aren't bad. They're, um, they're pretty accessible. And, and the earlier you get on, on them, the more we're able to do in terms of cross promotion for you and, and doing sponsored content. You can, you know, if you have a great story, you can sponsor an article on what it is your expertise is in or, or your franchise or, you know, and we're, and we're also interviewing just editorially great female stories. You know, we want to make sure that we're as inclusive as possible as well. So I want to get women from every background available. I want to make sure that we include people from all over the world. You know, Princess Rosario is, is just such a fun thing. And it's fun to get somebody outside of the U.S. as well. So, you know, we're, we're wide open. We're talking to a lot of people in Canada. But yeah, so the, so marketing, if you want to reach women, our distribution is already up over 10,000 on our email list. And we've gotten a lot of traction on social media, in particular LinkedIn, but we've got Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter as well. So depending on what kind of package you're interested in, in terms of marketing, we can do a lot with you in terms of getting your name out there. I think it's kind of a catch 22. You come out with a brand new product that the world is just discovering. You can't come out with a publication without having expertise behind it. And then as people find out about it, I'm certain there's going to be a tidal wave of interest in getting involved either as contributors, writers, sponsors, advertisers, you know, the pendulum never stops in the middle. Isn't that right? You start well, and you just so go true. and get it 
it's starting. Yeah, it is. And, and you know, accessibility, you know, some people hate social media. I think it's a great tool. It, it makes people so accessible to each other. Um, and you can get stories out so much more easily. I, I mean, I, I always tell the story. I tweeted my way onto the Huffington Post. So without Twitter, I wouldn't have had the platform that I ended up with. So, you know, if you, if you do it right, it can be a great tool and people can find out about you. People who may be considering franchising women who are coming back into the workforce and are afraid of the time they've taken off from corporate America. I mean, there's so much that's positive for women in this field. Having all those avenues and platforms just, just makes it so much better, I think. We've come to a place where I ask my guests every week, Elizabeth, if there's anything that they can think of that they wished I would have asked them and that I didn't. <laughs> I it's, asked uh, that it's an opportunity for you. That's so funny because I ask that question at the end of every single interview. <laughs> well, there you go. Yeah. Like minds. <laughs> exactly. I, I just think that I, I want people to know how excited we are. And I want, I want people to know that, you know, even though I am new to this industry and it's a new publication, I'm relying on the expertise of, of people who have been doing it for a long time. And it's not going to go out without quality and research. So I, I think that's important for people to understand that a lot of times when you're the new guy on the street, you know, people want to say, why should I listen to you? And you should listen to us and read us because we're going to get the experts in there. You know, we're going to get the people who know exactly what they're doing and how to do it. And we're going to tell their stories and we are going to empower women. That's the goal. The goal is to empower women in business ownership and to inspire women to believe that they too can can have that. Well, I think you're off to a great start. Anything you want to share about the upcoming issue for the new year? Yeah, the upcoming issue, you know, I talked about the categories of women that we're empowering. So we're talking about fierce. Fierce is the theme of January. People who are fiercely committed to their business, fiercely pass passionate about their businesses. I, I actually have a woman, Kristen Horler, who's from the Baby Bootcamp franchise. She's writing an article about work-life balance as well in speaking to your event coming up in December. And I think that's a huge topic for women and mothers. And so I'm excited to have her. She's a pretty neat lady. And she talks about women wanting to have it all, but having it all at the same time isn't always the greatest idea. I think that's an important thing for women to understand. I have five children and five years ago, I wouldn't have done something like this because they were all at home and nobody could drive. So I think understanding times and places for things in life and looking at what other women have done and how they've done it can give you kind of a map, a roadmap to, to something that may work for you. And lest we forget before we let you go, how does the audience find you and some, some contact information regarding personal contact, not just your Facebook, but maybe email, phone number, et cetera? Yes. Our website is thefranchisewoman.com. Uh, we have a contact page on there and there's a subscription form at the bottom of the website. We also, you can also reach me personally at elizabeth.denim at thefranchisewoman.com. And the phone number is 251-300-1324. And I am very quick at response. So feel free to reach out for anything contributing. Um, if you know somebody with a great story, if you are looking to market to women and want to have a copy of our media kit, any of those things, I'll get back to you within 24 to 48 hours. And why don't you give that email address again and spell your last name? Yeah, it's elizabeth.denham, D-E-N-H-A-M, at thefranchisewoman.com. And for those who don't know, the 251 area code is Alabama. Franchise Woman is headquartered in Mobile. So when you do call, be mindful that they're in the central time zone. Something that people just don't think about often enough is where it is they're calling. 
Elizabeth, I can't thank you enough for joining us today. And we're going to have you back down the road so that when we've got a couple, three, four more issues under your belt, we'll have a ton more to talk about. But to your point, you're not out here professing to be the professor of franchising. You are a skilled writer, a skilled researcher. And what people are going to be reading in your publication is the aggregation of things that you pull together. It's not you writing them. It's you just bringing the right voices to the right place for the right eyes and ears. And I'm looking forward to seeing what it is you do as time progresses into 2020 and beyond. Can't thank you enough for being with us today on Franchise Today. Thank you so much. I've enjoyed it and I look forward to coming back. And uh, I look forward to you being uh, our token man coming up. Looking forward to that as well. I've been called a lot of things. It's going to be a first for me. I'm looking forward to it. Hey, please remember to subscribe to Franchise Today at Blog Talk Radio and that you can download us from iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, virtually any place that podcasts are found. Remember, too, that you can also ask Alexa to play the latest episode. And I'm going to remind you to please like us on Facebook and let me hear from you with recommendations for guest interviews as well as any thoughts, comments you'd like to share. You can call me and find me through my LinkedIn profile. All my contact information is posted there for you. And whether it's good, bad, or ugly, let me hear from you. Until next week, I'm Stan Friedman, and I'm wishing you the best, the very best of all things franchising. And Franchise Today is out. Franchise Today is a production of FRM Solutions, providing best-in-class CRM tools to empower relationships with prospective and existing franchisees. No excuses, just solutions. Find them online at frmsolutions.com. Join Stan every Wednesday at noon Eastern for another live episode of Franchise Today. Or, as always, download episodes on demand at blogtalkradio.com or iTunes.